so excited, kind of geekishly excited, as you can tell when I do these podcasts. Um, I have been ready for you guys months in advance. Like I tell you to get ready weeks in advance for Ramadan. Well, I have prepped for this months in advance because I last Ramadan had so many women reach out to me, needing help, needing support, requesting this, requesting that. And when I turn any woman down, like, oh my gosh, I don't have that yet. I'll make that great idea. Thanks, sis. It really upsets me, like low key, like maybe you guys don't know that, but like I feel bad when I don't have something a woman needs. Now I don't, I don't, I keep a balance. Like I'm not like crashing myself over the head about it because I know I'm, I'm always doing my best, but I definitely put it to the side, make a note and say, you know what, next Ramadan, we need to have that women need it. So this Ramadan, I'm super pumped because we have all those resources that we made for you guys. You guys know it. We have um, Ramadan toolkit. We have food prep guide for women and Islamic home. All of these prep, prep, prep stuff. This is because where's the intention? The intention is mindful Muslimah. Be a more mindful Muslim, not like I am one. I'm, this is my movement, right? I want all of us as women to thrive together and, and support one another and have the tools we need to be more conscious of the way we practice Islam in our modern everyday life. And so if you have these tools, right, they're going to help you be ready so you can have the best Ramadan yet because you've moved all your stuff out the way, you've gotten yourself ready, you're ready to receive Allah in Ramadan, and you are going to be pumped and have a great experience. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to get you there, how to give you the keys to success. Now, many of you know we have an entire Ramadan recharge experience because we reboot, we recharge. A lot of women struggle with motivation and things like that. We help them out. You're going to hear more about that in Shalabizna'ala. But for now, let's give you a couple keys, tips to make sure you have the best Ramadan yet this year. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, bringing you tips on love, relationships, life hacks, parenting, how to get closer to your spouse, how to find a spouse. But you guys don't know we have a whole entire program where we help women with that. Don't do it alone. And how to get control of your emotions. We talk about this a lot. We have an entire other program where we help women with that. Yes. And so if you need any information on any of those, DM me on Instagram. I'm extremely reachable. I love you guys for the sake of Allah. And I want all of our sisters to have it easier, um, even if it's just getting some tools you need. You're all incredible women. The only thing that often stops us is we don't have the tools. And that's what we're doing in this Ramadan food prep series. We are making sure you have the tools, not in Ramadan, weeks ahead of time. That way you have ample time to prep and get your life together. And that's what I'm doing in my house right now. You guys might be seeing me, follow me regularly on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I'm showing every day and like my stories, kind of like how I prep my house and different things with my kids. And so you'll get like a look into my life on, on how I'm doing all this stuff every day. So you could hear it on the podcast, check it out, and then go watch it in my real life. It's kind of crazy, right? I'm also been coming out with YouTube videos and you're going to see them coming up more and more. So definitely subscribe to us on YouTube for all of our Ramadan videos. We're going to be doing, um, we've already started, but going up more and more food prep series. So you can know all the cool stuff for that. Um, we're going to do inspirational Ramadan, how to get close to a lot of stuff, how to stay motivated, how to stay supported. And you guys know our entire program is opening April 4th, the Ramadan recharge experience where we 
we are your motivating person all Ramadan long. You don't have to have a bad Ramadan anymore. There's no reason for that. Ramadan was made for getting close to Allah and meeting, made for connecting with other women. And if you're in a place where there's no one around you, if you're the person who just doesn't, usually they try in the beginning and then they kind of like die out. This program is for you. <laughs> if you're the woman who is like pregnant or breastfeeding and like just needs support because you feel like, oh, you're going to feel disconnected. This is for you. If you're a revert, we have an entire, we have an imam in there. We have other people who are reverts who come on and they they give you tips and things like that. We have entire ebook after ebook after ebook that we give for free and we give additional Islamic books for free out inside of our program. And so I want you to make sure that you're on the list. The link is below. And if you want support, the entire year as a female, Thrive Muslim is opening. Don't forget to get in that and join us for all of the free live sessions, free Quran sessions, um, the vault of all of our parenting, marriage resources, life hacks, self-building your self-esteem. We just put pathways in there and you can pick a pathway and go on a journey to finding um, better self-esteem, greater self-love, um, body image, all that stuff. Like we have created resources guys that's why i'm an educator of 20 years and i said let me take my skills that i have that i'm using for the community out there that's non-muslim and shift it to the muslim community and that's why i'm so passionate about what i'm doing i'm making all these things for you with my team all right let's get right into how to have the best ramadan yet shall we so here's some really just key tips to have under your belt we cover a lot more in depth like I said, in our Ramadan Recharge program, but I want you to know that this stuff, these are just small little shifts that anyone can make that'll really, really get you in the right place. All right, so as we're starting, I did wanna just first say a huge shout out to all the women in Thrive Muslima, which is the online global community that we have all year round. Um, they are doing such a great job of signing up. We have fasting buddies, we have Quran buddies. Yeah, all this stuff. Um, getting you like you don't have to like if fasting's hard for you they push each other beautiful women um if you want to not do quran alone you're like you don't have arabic you know you need some support you can get a buddy for the entire ramadan so right now we are currently pairing women up inside of our program where if you didn't already know that by the way you, there were an email went out um on the 20th and you are pairing up and get in there and get your buddy if you want one only if you want one and um you can get the mentorship program opened also we have team members that I train that will come on and they will mentor you, um, not just through Ramadan, through the whole year, if you want to get over healing processes of any kind or whatever. And so, yeah, really excited. I just want to throw that out there for the Thrive Sisters. Shout out to you. Don't forget to go out there and get your buddy because they are waiting for you from all over the world. It's almost like a pen pal buddy. Remember when you were like in school and they'd be like, you want a pen pal from Spain? You'd write them and you try to write in Spanish, but your Spanish was all messed up. Like it's like that, it's like that buddy. So you might get a sister from the UK and you're from the US or you might get a sister from like Gambia and you're like, then you're from Finland. Like that's the coolest thing, right? We have sisters from Philippines, sisters um, hooking up with other sisters from, oh my gosh, where we have, we have um, Somalia, Ethiopia. We have, um, I think we have some from Netherlands. We have a lot of sisters from Netherlands. Um, it's just really incredible. We have some from Mexico, from Venezuela. We have um, just really all over the world. Um, Indonesia, Malaysia, we have women from 137 countries on this podcast and within our program it's like an international like smorgasbord of women it's just like awesome great women great food great conversation great motivation so get in there and get your buddy all right so anyway so today we're talking about keys to success all right so the first thing you need to have i'm going to give you probably about seven 
Ooh, I have 10 today. That's a lot for you guys, but I'm going to make them because they're going to be short and sweet. A little checklist of 10 things. Pick one, pick two, pick all 10, whatever works for you. I like to give choice. That's the way I look at it. Like you don't have to do all this, but one of them might resonate with you, two of them, all of them. So you do you. I'm just giving you the information, right? But the first one is really important though. I'd say everybody should do this one is you need to have a burning desire and a great passion for the success of normal dying. If you don't have a fire lit under you, you're not going to want to do nothing, right? You're going to be like, oh, I started off and then I was like, do, you know, one of the biggest things, and I'm going to, and we have a free class coming out on April 4th that I'm going to talk about, especially in that class, um, is like how hold on, I, I can't show you now because I'm in a podcast, but if I took my hand and let's imagine you're climbing up the hill, imagine my hand going up. And this is like our excitement for Ramadan, right? Ramadan's starting. It's like, woo. And then we go up. And then we're like, nothing about go straight across for just like a couple of days. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And then the fasting kind of hits you and you're like, ooh. And then like, you're like, oh, I have to do this for like 30 days. And then people start going down. And then there's just like this, imagine all the way down at the bottom of the valley for like a good week or a week and a half. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, it's 10 days left. Everybody goes on YouTube, right? They look for like the sheikh to tell them what to do in the last 10 days. And then they're like trying to come back up the mountain really quick because they really want to catch the end of Ramadan. And then they, some, some people do, right? And some people are like, eh, eh, this hill is steep. I don't know if I can do it. And then like, boom, Ramadan ends and everybody's like, Eid Mubarak. And then you're like, wait a minute, 30 days is over already? Like I suggest... If that has been you every Ramadan, because <laughs> it is so many women, don't do it alone. Like, that's why I keep saying to women, like, be with us, be with us. We don't, that doesn't happen with our women. We push you every single week, we get you excited, motivated. So if you can be your own motivation, if you can have your own burning success, if you're like super high charged, good for you, you are starting off in a great place. And so what I want women to know is you need to know your why. And when, one question I want you to ask yourself is, why am I doing this? Why do I need this Ramadan to change my life? What is going on the rest of the year that's too much for me to handle? That I really, really need Ramadan because the doors of mercy are open. There's this beautiful opportunity that Allah gives us but once a year. Are you going to miss it? Don't. Don't. It's not worth it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he literally says in the Quran, you know, like I'm not going to quote the Quran right now, but he says that those who, who don't get Ramadan are of the losers. I mean, that's pretty strong, right? That because the opportunity is so easy. Many of us don't feel like it's easy because that's what I mean. Like I noticed that community is key. People need to not feel alone. They need someone to push them, someone to love them and motivate them. And that's what we're here for. That's where I'm creating this entire space for you. Mindful Muslima is a place for you to get back to yourself, to recenter and to come back and say, this is my mini vacation. Even on this podcast for 20 minutes of my life, this is my time for me where I'm going to come back, connect with myself, therefore be in a better place to connect with Allah and therefore serve my family better, be a better mom, be a better wife, be a better daughter, sister, whatever. And that's what we're here for, right? So have that first step, burning desire and passion. So I want to focus on the moment because that drive will get you through the hard days. Now, how do I have that burning desire? I don't know how to do it by myself. That's what I'm trying to say. For those people, guys, that's a thing. You either have it or you don't. And if you don't, you're not going to have a good Ramadan. I mean, that's just the honest truth because when it gets hard, you're going to give up. But that's why I made the program. 
Because for those women, there's nothing I'm going to tell you on a podcast in two minutes. They're like, oh, what can I do? What you can do is get in a community and women will push each other. That's what you need if you're that woman lacking motivation. And I can't, like I said, give you a special, you know, magic pill. We don't do magic in Islam, but you know, people do magic, but it's black magic, right? <laughs> I but you know what I mean? Like I can't give you that pill, but you can come join us in the community and we'll push you all Ramadan long. Like that's what I can do for you. So I just wanted to throw that out there. If you have that already, alhamdulillah. But if you don't, we're here for you. Get in the link and join us throughout all of Ramadan. Okay. Number two, recall the true purpose of fasting. All right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us fasting to do what? What is the purpose of fasting? Right? To attain taqwa. We're supposed to understand Allah and the oneness of Allah. Now, one thing I tell women is like, if you are not close to Allah, who left? That's a big one. I want you, I want to say that again. If you're not close to Allah, who left? It wasn't Allah. Allah loves you, right? Allah wants you to be happy. He wants the best for you. So you have to ask who left. And it was you. You have to ask, why did you leave? What did you do that took you away from Allah? What did you, what are you putting in, in that space of your heart and your time instead? Is it full of TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, um, you know, YouTube binge watching, Netflix binge watching? What did you put in front of Allah? Because that's what that is. Is that your illa? Is that your God? No, astaghfirullah, I'm Muslim. Are you? Because a Muslim is born to worship Allah. And if you're not worshiping Allah, if you're getting on the floor after university or after classes or after work, and you're pecking like a chicken on the floor when you pray, can you imagine? Rasulullah referred to this. The people who like pray and they peck like a chicken, like boom, 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 your head's down, like super fast, super speed salah. Are we really wondering why we're not close to Allah? So these are really important things to consider. And maybe you want to just pick one thing this year that you're going to focus on where you're going to be better. And maybe it's your salah. Again, it's something we go through with our program, how to have khushua. We have an entire um, ebook on that. By the way, we have a downloadable. It's called the Ramadan Essentials Toolkit, free downloadable that you can get that's going to tell you the basics of Ramadan, like the ABCs, especially if you're a revert you're a person who's been away from Allah a bit, no judge, no worry. So we have that toolkit on our website, www.mindful-muslimah.com. I hate when people say some word that you're not sure how to spell, and then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I try to spell it. Um, Mindful-muslimah.com. And you'll see on the resources page, we have a menu. Go on the resources page, get the, get the toolkit download it. You have the basics of what you need, the zakat calendar, everything. One of the things in there is how to have khushua, how to have um, focus in salah, right? We go even deeper in the program, like I said, but I want you to have that because it's important. All right. Some of these other ones, I'm going to speed through a bit quicker now, but number three is have a step-by-step -step approach to time management. Rama One of the, the biggest problems women have is like they don't manage their time, right? So, okay, let me tell you some basic things you should put into your your day, right? Reading Quran, at least five minutes a day. Are we supposed to read Quran more? Yes. But if you're that person who like pretends they're going to read a juz a day and then they read like a juz the first day and a half, if they're lucky, and then they give up, that's because you're setting your bar too high. I'm all about setting high goals, but at the same time, realistic ones are better, more sustainable, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves consistency. So we're going for consistency here. Not like, it's like, it's like that person who like they open the gate for the race and they like burst their energy and they like run and then like within the first half mile they're like <sighs> and then they're like they're on the sideline like I can't do it. I thought I could run the marathon I can't do it like that's that's most Muslims right and like 
yeah, like it's not so great. So what's the lesson here? Don't burst out the gate. Like don't come out like with like, you know, guns blazing, like no, not real guns. Obviously we're a very good show here. Family, <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? I mean, like don't come out with all your energy and excitement and then die out. Haram, this is a waste of our time. So let's pace ourselves. Let's take it day by day. Five, 10 minutes, be realistic. And then if you want to increase it, you always can, right? But just don't like make it really high and then die out. Another thing is be serious about salah. I mean, if you're not going to do anything else in Ramadan, get your salah right. Pray on time, pray proper. If you can do extra, better. But don't be that person that's doing like sunnah prayer and then they're praying while they're far late. Get your regular fart. Maybe that's your goal this Ramadan. Just get my fart together. I can't even, I can't even get my tarawi. Forget that. Like, don't go do tarawi and then you've messed up the fart. I'm all about tarawi and Ramadan. You're gonna see me, and my family. We do it um, in Jama'at. We we pray together in Ramadan in the house in 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 tarawi because it's COVID, right? If we're in the masjid, we go pray every single night. But I didn't start that way. I had to first start by getting my salat together. So I suggest if that's something for you, um, you know, do that first. Tasbih, everything you do all day, you're walking, you're cleaning, you're driving. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu akbar, subhanallah, alhamdulillah. Like just have Allah in your lips. Make da'a, okay? If, and how, you're like, if that's not something normally you do, like these da'as and these like, whatever, get a little printable right now. Print some stuff out. In the Ramadan toolkit, I have the one that I just told you about, I have the main da'as you need for Ramadan. You have to do this. This is part of ibadah, is to say these things in Ramadan, part of your worship. Okay? Tafsir, you know, know what you're saying. You're saying all this, this salah, and maybe it's not connecting with you because you don't understand it. Read the words. Read the translation. The best translation of Quran, people always ask me every year, I use... um. Two, two, one of two Qur'ans, either Abdul Halim, Abdul Halim, A-B-D-U-L for reverts, H-A-L-E-E-M, Oxford Press, um, one of the best translations. I did not read the Qur'an in English until I read that one. I've read a million ones, the ones on the apps and all that, guys, they're not the real one. That's why you're not connecting. And astaghfirullah, I don't mean to say not the real one. They're just, I don't know. It's 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 for people who are not Arab not Arab or not um, Arabic speaking natively, this is the one I would suggest to you. That one and the clear Quran, the clear Quran, one of those two. Um, and by the way, go buy them now. Don't hesitate because when you go to buy them, when Ramadan starts, they're going to be sold out because everybody's buying a Quran now all of a sudden. <laughs> Ramadan's here, so now I'll read it for five minutes. You know, So go get it now as soon as you can, as soon as you hear this podcast, right? Amazon, they're like 10 bucks for the Abdul Halim. The clear Quran, I believe it's more money. Um... Next one is the gratitude journal. You want to get close to Allah, you want to attain taqwa, be grateful. This is the ultimate thing. Gratitude leads to taqwa and happiness. And that's that's the road there. So if you're not acknowledging the good that Allah does in your life every day, I can't. So much stuff is going bad, mindful most of my life. Come on, you don't know my life right now. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, innama al-usri yusra, within hardship, not after, within hardship, there is ease. There's ease right now, but you're not recognize it because you don't have a gratitude journal. Go get you one. Download, go get a, a dollar store book and just a beautiful pen and write it. It doesn't really matter. Take five minutes a day. Alhamdulillah. I have um, a journaling prompt 
that I give to all my Thrive Muslim sisters in our membership, I give them a lot of self-work stuff, a lot. I just make a vault and I just keep pouring it out of my head straight into there. And one of them is I have a four point journal way that I do it. Um, I have a podcast where I touch on it. It's called how to stop negative thinking. I believe it's way back. It's like one of my first podcasts I did. It's like number 36 or something or 39. It's like really, really, really early. Scroll back to find it. Um, have a support system. That's why I say the community. So number four is have a support system. One of the main reasons women do not succeed is because they think they're going to buy a cute little planner. Tell me if this is you. I got my Ramadan planner. Woo woo. I put all my stuff in and then I die out again. Remember my beginning of the podcast, climbing up the mountain and then it's great. And then I die out. If you're that person who starts in their planner and then they end up not writing in their planner, like their daily planner, forget Ramadan. Like they just like start off and then they die. They start off and then they die. Then you need to be in a community because that means that you alone cannot push yourself. And that's why I made the community that we're having I told you, April 4th, I want you to not be alone. But definitely, definitely find your community. Ramadan is meant to be community-based. With COVID, people are like, oh, no, what are we going to That's why I made the online community. I come and I talk live. I have other experts and inspirational people come live to talk to you. I know we need human contact. It is non-negotiable. It has to happen in Ramadan. So don't tell me you live in some town where there's nobody there. Join the community with us. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, there is no excuse. Like, you can be in a community if you want to. Do not let COVID get you depressed. Number five, cut down on the social buzz. Get rid of some of those apps. Unfollow some of those people you know you shouldn't be following. Like, some women, what they do in Ramadan, and we've talked to them and they've had a lot of success, they literally delete TikTok. Oh, delete TikTok? Like, oh my God, you could you could sign back in and re-download at any time. Don't have a heart attack. It is possible. Like whatever it is. I'm talking about whatever app it is, you know? Don't get technical with me. Like whatever app it is, Instagram, whatever. So that they did it so that every time they wanted to check their Instagram, they had to download it again. They made it super annoying for themselves. I love these women. It's called creating friction. If you want to stop a bad habit, and I've talked about that a little bit, go back to my podcast. I don't know. Let me see. I think I have organization hacks for university and stuff like that. I think I did it on like the very first week of March. Um, in there, I have hacks and stuff like that. Um, and I mentioned stuff about bad habits, but then I go even further. I think it was March 8th. I did another one on habit hacks, how to change if you're stuck for Ramadan. Um, there too, I mentioned some more. If that's your problem, you can go back to those after this podcast. But there I talk, I, I'll mention here, you need to go on a technology diet, okay? Forget about the food diet. We need to go on a technology diet. And we need to, to make those apps really hard to use. Delete them. Only download them to check them and then delete them again when you're done using it. It will make you get off of social media because you'll be so annoyed that you have to download it again. And then you won't. You'll be like, oh, forget it. Whatever, I'll do it later. I don't care. And then eventually you'll get your body used to it. But you need a technology diet. Number six, invest in some small but mighty consistent deeds that are low friction. Give a dollar a day to charity, like something easy to do. Doesn't always have to be spending a lot of money. You can make some extra food and send it to the needy or like do something for a neighbor. Or like just do, find a way to do something easy. When you interact with other people by giving them and watching them smile, it softens your heart. If you're the person who's going to stay in their house all, all alone, 
you're not going to have a good Ramadan because Ramadan, again, is community-based. Allah made it for a reason. It touches our heart. We learn from one another. We share. We give. We accept. It's just a beautiful experience. That's why we called our thing the Ramadan experience because it, it needs to be an experience. Do not be alone with yourself and your phone on Ramadan. That is not what we suggest. Because most people do not succeed, guys. I'm just being really, I'm like on the real here, it, most people don't succeed that way. That's why we're, we're making all this stuff for you. Um, number seven, be committed to real change. Okay, start with your tongue. Slow it down. Stop gossiping. Stop lying. Stop cursing. Whatever it is that you're doing, control the tongue. The tongue is directly connected to the heart. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, and if the qalb is healthy, the entire body is healthy. That means your mind. That means your body. We want to start with the heart, and the heart's directly connected with the tongue. If you want to know where your heart is, check your mouth. Yeah, it's a, it's a sorry thing to do. How often are you making dhikr? How often are you praising Allah, alhamdulillah, subhanallah, talking well of other people? Or are you cursing, lying, gossiping? Meh, meh, meh. And that includes texting because texting is an extension of our mouth, right? Backbiting, all that stuff. Number eight, email your relatives. Call them. Strengthen your ties of kinship. This is the time to forgive. Not but forgive. You don't know what she did to me. Well, guess what? Allah doesn't forgive those who don't forgive others. We need to forgive. Let it go. Also, it'll help you feel better because harboring things in our chest only make us sick, make us feel um, really negative and depressed and mentally unhealthy. Let it go, okay? Number nine, make a Ramadan resolution, whatever it is. Make one resolution, make two resolutions. I'm not into resolutions, but some people are. That's what you need to do. Do a resolution. I'm about life changing. I'm about like, this is not all about just Ramadan. This is about me rebooting my life. I love that word reboot. It's kind of it's kind of weird, right? But it's like, think about it like this. Like you need the strength the whole rest of the year to be strong. The shaitan is going to come out. He's going to be annoying. Your nafs is going to bother you. There's going to be like that crazy lady down the street. Like whatever it is, I'm just joking. You know, like you need to feel better. You need to reboot. And that's why you're going to recharge this Ramadan. If you, like I said, if you want to join with us, you're going to have, um, this experience in your life, if you do Ramadan the right way, if you use these keys, like I'm mentioning here in this podcast for success to really, really just, um, how do we say it? To set yourself up in a good mental space and a good emotional space to be healthier for the rest of the year and handle anything that might come your way. And the last one again is, is related to forgiveness, forgiving other people. And the last one is forgive yourself. And forgiving yourself is hard. Like I said, one of the things we do inside our, our memberships with women, even on the Thrive one, is we work with women to heal themselves. If you don't already know, guys, I have an entire free emotions course all about healing yourself. I didn't make the connection, I think, until last year that the reason our ibadah is so messed up as Muslims right now, the reason we're having a hard time worshiping Allah, connecting with Allah, is we have a lot of emotional baggage. There was one particular email that I put out for a bunch of women, I don't know, it was like two, three weeks ago, about rewriting your past. Did you know you could rewrite your past? I never saw the biggest response in my life than from this email. And even though I knew it was going to be like something that would hit home to women, you know, we purposefully do things a certain way because we want women we, we ask women what they want is what I mean. Like, and then they tell us and then we make it right. So, so obviously it's going to be something that is going to resonate because we take information from them on what they want. But my point is, um, it just let me know how much people are harboring inside their chest, really just holding things that are hurtful, bad experiences, past experience, grief from people, relationships, um, you know, things they feel guilty about, shameful about guys, 
forgive yourself. Ramadan is a time for forgiveness. I'm here for you. Connect with me anytime. I'm very reachable and, and you can DM me um, in Instagram and you and on Instagram and I'll help you and I have some emotions resources I can give you. All right. I love you guys for the sake of a lot. Get excited. Ramadan's coming. These are some beautiful keys to success. Like I said, after this podcast, if you want to go back and check any of the ones before, we're doing an entire series. Definitely go on our website, www.mindful-muslim.com. Get all those free downloadables. Get on our waiting list to get in the Ramadan recharge. I will see you guys in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.